I'm trying to. So yours I'm works. trying to. I'm trying to get there mentally. <laughs> well, I'm there. Yeah, it works. That works. Let me test it. Well, hi guys. Oh, hi. How are we doing? We are back at it again. Again. Oh, we're a little late. Eh, it's us. Just Listen. expected at this point. Come on. You should be just pleasantly surprised when we actually come out if, with an episode. Yeah, you know, if frank. we get invited to the party, you're lucky if we show you're up. You're lucky. Our presence is the gift. Sheesh. Anyway, this is Cookies we and do. Crime. Yeah, we missed you guys. We did. We, we missed do. you guys a lot. Hope you're doing super well and are ready for more terrible stories. <laughs> because that's what we do here. Because that's what we do here. Yeah, we do end it on a sweet note for those of you who have never Ooh, I got listened a good before. One. I got yeah. a good one. The sweetest of notes today Listen, is what we're going to end it I on. I have tried so many times to save this particular treat, but then my fat ass <laughs> <laughs> always you're eats like, it. No, this isn't going to. I'm like, mm. who needs it on the podcast? I'm just going to eat it now. It's yeah, that's yeah, I'm excited for that. Let's mm-hmm. hurry up and get to the end of the episode then. Um today <laughs> we will savor the episode. I was kidding. Then we'll get to the sweet part of the episode. So today's episode though, I think you've heard about before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you remember it being in the news. And most of you probably also remember this being on the news. It only recently in the last few years got resolved. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like 2022 resolved. Ooh. Yeah. So this is super recent. Well, super. Relatively recent. Um, But uh, I wanted to, first of all, the disclaimer for today's episode and for all episodes is that we're not experts on anything. No. So if I misspeak or we're just we state opinions that might be controversial. Midwestern babes. Yeah. Who just say stuff. We just live. We just live our lives. And, and we have opinions. And we've got them. We super have them. I do, I do cite my sources in the uh, description and all the links to all the articles and documentaries that I watch. I have no sources for my opinions. You know what? You don't need them. No, you don't need to explain yourself to anybody. <laughs> I'm, not going. I'm the one who I like, won't. I refuse. says things with such authority like I know what I'm talking about. So I cite my sources. Mindy's like, whatever. This is what I think. This is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> the gospel according to Mindy is. This is what I think. I'm gonna, let me break it down for you. Yeah. So today, the only background information I want you to give that I want to give to you. Oh my gosh, we're starting off so strong. Listen, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to get through this together. It guys. is. It is it's the fine. year 2023, the year of our Lord. <laughs> and um, we have collectively, as a species, been through a lot. Like, and we're midway through the year. Yeah. Oh, We've survived. We've survived yeah. like half of 2023. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. Good for you guys. For yeah, still, good for you guys. You guys are still here. above ground. And thanks, Hell yeah. Thanks for also, like, while you're above ground, listening to us. Because you don't have to. Yeah. We've gotten more plays, too. That is... Yeah. Listen. Well, that is the so family, cool. As they say on YouTube. <laughs> subscribe to be part of the family. And also, um, buy some of our merch. Oh, please. Like, it's really cool. We'll remind you of that at the end, too. Because we've got a lot of cool things in the yeah. store. Yeah. Okay. So today's case. Today's case. Sherry and Keith Papini. That B word. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know the name, you'll know it by the end of the episode. So the two of them, Sherry and Keith, were childhood sweethearts um, who got married in 2009. They have two little kids, a little boy and a little girl. They're basically like the American dream kind of couple. She's a cute mm -hmm. little 
little white she's pretty yeah she is pretty pretty. she's got that big smile bright blue eyes and he's like okay yeah like he's he's, all right he looks like a he looks like a decent fellow is what physically it might be out of her league but she's out of his league you mean yes yeah yes yeah they're not in the same league but he's he's a a pretty stand-up guy he's a he's a good person and she is not when you see him talk i watched one of the sources i'm gonna reliably cite for this episode is a documentary where he did a lot of interviews around this incident that we're going to talk about and he actually comes off like a very sincere person so you can see why someone like her could be drawn to him even if they don't even if he's a succubus yeah (laughs) let's let's not get ahead of ourselves let's (laughs) let's let's take us back okay to november 2nd 2016 okay Ooh, 2016. 2016. It was a wild year. 2016. Oh, yeah. So we're in Redding, which is in Shasta County, California. Okay, it's two hours north of Sacramento for those who care. Um, yeah, I Googled that because I have no sense of direction. Oh. Um, at 5 p.m. on this November 2nd day, Keith Papini, good stand-up guy he is, comes home from his job at Best Buy. Aw. Only to discover. He's working at Best Buy. He's working at Best Buy. He's one of those little blue polos. I'm pretty sure he was in the nerd herd. Or, oh, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I know what you know. Oh, what's it called? Um, Geek Squad? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have, <laughs> you, seen, have you seen Chuck? <laughs> oh, have you funny. seen Chuck? No. Very good show. 10 out of 10 recommend, guys. It's on Amazon Prime. Such a good... Zachary Levi plays this guy's equivalent. The nerd herd. He, like, he's a nerd who works at... It's not... It's Buy More is what it, it's called in the show. And they have the nerd herd instead of Best Buy That's and the Squad. And he becomes a spy. It's a super funny show. Zachary Levi is a national treasure. But anyway, uh, the real life version is Geek Squad. And that's yes. what keeps... Yes. Yes. <laughs> My gosh, I'm so tired. Okay. So he gets home from his job at Best Buy. He's Only, working hard. He's working hard. Hardly working. Gets home. Discovers that his wife isn't there, which is kind of weird. She, from what I understood, she does have a job. Maybe, but she's usually home. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I was not 100% solid on her working situation. Um, but what I do know is that their kids are in daycare. And so he gets home, doesn't see his wife, thinks this is weird. So he walks around in and out of the house, kind of calls out for them. Mm-hmm. She's not home. She should have already picked up the kids, too, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. kids aren't home. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, that's a... Uh, it's a little weird, but he's not panicking. Yeah, red yet. flag. He's not panicking quite yet. He's like, um, the reason he starts to get a little nervous though is because he does notice that her car is still in the driveway. Her car, okay. her car's still there. She's That's odd. It is a nice day, um, a nice evening. It's five, and there is like a chance maybe they walked to a park. Sure, you know, but because so the kids like, aren't there. Yeah, so he's like, ah, eh, this is kind of weird though. So he calls the daycare to ask them what time Sherry picked the kids up. Mm-hmm. From daycare and they said um sir uh, she never did you need to come get your kids your wife never came that's scary and he's like excuse excuse me okay so now this is when he starts panicking um what i found interesting is that instead of calling sherry on her phone keith uses the find my phone app to track sherry's phone now do you remember a recent case that we talked about that involved the find my phone app mm-hmm. yeah it, it can save, well, it doesn't save lives, but it can find people. Yeah. Or find them yeah. along. No, it's, right? it's very. It's a very kind of scary, but also very helpful. Sure. App. Um, 
I just found it weird. Is it weird to you? Am I overthinking it? That he I don't know. resorted um, to that instead of calling her? He doesn't call her. He just goes to find my phone to track her phone. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I mean, I guess if you're in a state of panic, you're like, I just want to know where you are. Yeah, for me, and this could be wrong. Once again, I'm not an expert on anything at all. It, I would call first. I feel like if you check the like tr- any kind of tracking app on your partner's phone... It's indicative of problems. They've probably had problems in the past where she did not explain where she was. That I mean, that's that's, that's a good call. That's a I, good call. Yeah, I know lots of people that have like the track, like the tracker thing on, so they can just can they just do it. I mean, not of, like, like all the time, no, your... but just like you know, like if they're on their way, like I want to see where they are. I don't even do sketchy crap, and I would be like, why? Are I'm you... so not technologically. Sa- I don't even know how to do it. I know people can do it with their friends too. They can track their friends, but I don't. I know. should track biscuit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> should, what are you yeah. doing? What do you do? Why are you? Oh, going you're to just store? at work. <laughs> what are you picking up at the store? Okay, okay, guess get some more milk. <laughs> that feels creepy to me, but I guess maybe it's normal. Maybe everyone who's listening is like, uh, we do that with our friends all the time, Renee. <laughs> get get in 2023 already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But so he does this, though. He does this. He resorts to the find my phone. Yeah, that's kind of I mean, jumping to that without calling is a little interesting or text like nothing. Yeah. No calling, no texting. He just immediately pulls up that app and is like, where is she? Hmm. Um, Maybe see. And again, me being paranoid, I was like, did he just think he was she was going to lie to him if she called if he called her? Well, then maybe there there were problems. That's what my thought was. I was like, um, I would. I, well, sure knowing, like, knowing how knowing this, how the story ends, you're yeah. like, okay, well, yeah, there were definitely problems. Oh yeah, but anyway, so he gets in this car, his car, not any car, his car, um, and he follows this app down the street, and he doesn't get very far down the street from their house when he uh, finds where her phone is lying on the ground, and he's like immediately alarmed. Now this part also alarmed people, or like was kind of a red flag to people. He he doesn't immediately pick up the phone. It's so her headphones are plugged into her phone and they're kind of bunched up on the ground, like on top, like neatly placed on the ground. Okay. And there's like tufts of her hair, apparently, on the headphones. Um, But she she really went to all lengths. Instead of panicking and picking it up, he stops and he takes a picture of it and then he picks it up. I mean, I I understand that, like, especially if it's like, if it is like a. like, it's like, well, that's very odd. And if this is a crime do, scene... We would do that. Yeah, you and I would. Normal people might not. But that's why a lot of people were like, well, Honestly, why did he it, take if it a was... picture? <laughs> because he was trying to preserve evidence. evidence. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, yeah. like, you might not even want to pick it up. Right. Like, if you use, I've... like, a plastic bag or yeah. something like that. Or, if like, there's, your, like, fingerprints even, like, or... your sleeve or something. Yeah. I didn't find this part as weird as the find my phone thing. The find my phone thing I fixated on for way too long. But, um, but that I was like, you know, I would probably do that. Yeah. If I thought a loved one was missing and I found anything of theirs on the ground that looked like, like, it looked, he assumed, and I'm about, I'm going to play the 911 call in just a second, too. <sighs> I love a 911 call. He assumed... That she'd been abducted or something because it looks it looked to him like a, like a as struggle. if it had been torn out of her yeah. he- he- head, yeah. you know, with hair on it. Yeah. So like I yeah I, I get it. It's a safe assumption. Yeah. You find you know it's she's a gone. Thing to do. Yeah. You know. And the, her headphones. She was jogging. She had I headphones. I would also assume she was abducted. That's why you bring your German Shepherd That's with you. <laughs> Come on, Keith. Just oh Sherry. Come on, Sherry. Take your get German your shit shepherd. together. It's almost as if she didn't want a dog witness either. Okay. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, let me, let's pause for a second. And I want to, at 5.30, let's just acknowledge the time that passes, too. It takes him 30 minutes. I guess this isn't, this isn't weird. I just feel like pointing it, pointing it out just to get an idea of how quickly. He got home at 5. He got home at 5 o'clock. He uh-huh. noticed she was missing. He looked for the kids. He oh. called the daycare. He found out she never picked him up. Yeah. He tracked her phone. He got in his car. He drove down. It takes him 30 minutes to do all of this because at 530 is when the timestamp of the 911 call happens. Okay. So let's listen to that. I mean, that sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's Mm -hmm. like, you know, for you, because like, of course you don't want to panic. Yeah. And be like, you know, yeah, like there could be an explanation. Yeah. And especially if he didn't. And I mean, I guess this goes like. It reverses what I just complained about with the Find My Phone app. But if you don't waste time talking mm-hmm. to them on the mm-hmm. phone about where they are, mm-hmm. it would. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thirty minutes is a reasonable time. Yeah, me. I just felt like pointing it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's listen to his nine one one call real quick. Nine one one. What is your emergency? CHP transferring. Peace is on the line. Hello, can I help you? Yeah, um, so uh, I just got home from work, and uh, my wife wasn't there, which is unusual, and my kids should have been there by now from, like, daycare, so I was like, oh, maybe she went on a walk. Um, I couldn't find her, so I called the, the daycare to see what time she picked up the kids. The kids were never picked up, so I got freaked out, so I hit, like, the Find My iPhone app thing, and it said that her, it showed her phone, like, at our end of our driveway. We don't have really good service. Okay. Um, not the end of our driveway, but the end of our street. But just drove down there, and I saw her phone with her headphones because she started running again. And it's her, I found her phone, and it's got, like, hair ripped out of it, like, in the headphones. So I'm, like, totally freaking out, thinking, like, somebody, okay, like, what's just grabbed her. Okay, what's your address? Ready. What, okay, what's your last name? Yes. Papini, P-A-P-I-N-I. And your first name? Uh, Keith. K-E-I-T-H? Uh, yes. Okay. Did you go pick up your children? No, I'm going to call my mom and have her do it. Okay. What's your wife's name? I'm going to, like, knock on every door. Uh, Sherry. S-H-E-R-R-I. And same last name? Yes. She white female? Yes. What's her date of birth? Uh, it is uh, June 11th, 1982. Is her vehicle there? Does she not have a vehicle? She has a vehicle at the house. Okay, the vehicle yeah, is at the house? She's running. How? Okay. Yes, I'm how? in it right now driving, and I took a picture of her phone on the ground before I picked it up. Okay, how tall is she? 5'3", 5'4". How much does she weigh? 100 pounds. Eye color? Uh, like a bluish blue. Okay, hair color? Blonde. And do you know what she was wearing? Is there no idea. She always wears? I'm assuming she went running. So okay, there's athletic textbook. Okay, there's not an outfit she always wears or anything like that. Does she run with a dog or by herself? By herself. Okay. At what time were the kids? We just start running again, and we live in a. When's the last time? When, when's the last time you heard from her? Uh, she sent me a text asking me if I was coming home for lunch. At what time she was that? Um. Uh. Give me one second. She sent me a text at 10.47 asking me if I was coming home from lunch from work. And I said, sorry, long day. And that was the last 
She never spoke to her on the phone, never any other contact. Okay, and what time are the kids supposed to be picked up? Way before 5.30, she usually goes to like 4.45. Okay. 4.30, 4.45. Okay, are you headed back to the house or where are you at right now? I'm at the end of the driveway where, uh, I'm at the Old Oregon Trail and Sunrise where they meet because that's right where I found her phone on the ground. You're telling me that something happened to her is the way I'm looking at it. There's like, then there was hair like in the headphones. Like they got ripped off of like the ground. Yeah, no, I, under, I understand, I understand. Okay, I'm sorry. I know you're going to keep me calm, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of vehicle are you in? I'm in a black Kia Optima. Oh, my God. Okay. And I live, I mean, we live down kind of a sketchy street, so I'm yeah. definitely, I don't know if I'm allowed to knock on everybody's door, but I will if I'm allowed to do that. Well, let's just have the officers contact you so they can start, you know, processing everything, figure out what's going on, okay? I understand you're freaking out a little bit. We want to we wanna make sure we get your kids. Make sure they're okay. Obviously, yeah, I'm going to call my mom start, and have her. Yeah, they've been stuck in this with your phone number. Yes. Do you want me to wait right here for somebody? If, or? if you want to head back to your residence so they can contact you there, and in case she does return. Okay. Okay. We'll have them contact okay. you at your residence. Call us back if anything changes, all right? All right, so they're going to call the number you just took down the 355. They'll probably call you when they're on their way, and they're going to come out in person. Okay. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Poor guy. And poor little little buddy. He sounds, he's, he's, he sounds very sincere. Yeah, yeah. He has this vibe in all of the interviews that he does around, surrounding this event as well. He's very, like... He's soft-spoken, mm-hmm. and when he gets emotional in the documentary, he his voice shakes in that yeah. exact same way, yeah. which tells me, like, okay, this is his sincere yeah. tone. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, do- he doesn't sound like he's lying. No. It sounds very, you know, he's panicked. He's and so, I want to give him a hug. I know. And you can tell, I, I really appreciated that the uh, 911 operator, her her tone softened, too, that, like, as the conversation went on, she was yeah. like, it's okay. Yeah. You could it's tell okay. that she, you know, she's... I understand. Yeah, she, well, she like... Well, terrifying. She tapped into her empathy, and I think it's because she also sensed his sincerity. Oh, we love a good 911 operator. Yeah. They're few some, and far between. They are, yeah. And I feel like, too, so, like, in past 911 calls we've listened to, it's kind of, like, relatively easy to sense the fake ones. Mm-hmm. And you can you can hear when the 911 operator's not convinced because oh, they, their yeah. tone shifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, I actually don't care, but I'm going to yeah. do my job anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, he, he sounded, you know, you can usually tell. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that poor guy. I, okay, we're going to shift gears just a little bit. It's not going to feel related, but it super is. I'm going to talk about a girl... Um, named Tara Smith. So in 1998, Tara Smith went missing at the age of 16 while going for a jog uh, before going to work at the family business there in Reading. Same city. Same city. She didn't show up for work, which was super unlike her. Mm-hmm. And she was never 
seen again. Wow. And she was a small, petite, white blonde. Now, in Tara Smith's case, <coughs> excuse me, she uh, was allegedly in an, an inappropriate relationship with an adult married Taekwondo instructor. Um, she she was groomed. She, yeah, yeah. She had a lot of guilted, guilty, like conflicted feelings about it, and her but family knew that she's a baby. She's a baby. She's sixteen years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. But she was wise enough to kind of figure out this isn't, mm-hmm. this is not really okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the theory um, that her family and friends kind of uh, really leaned into was that she intended to give him a letter to break up with him, but ended up doing it in person instead. And this Taekwondo instructor, Troy, Troy Zink, he claims he only saw her briefly and that she asked him for money before he left her jogging on the side of the road. Obviously, that's probably bull squirt and he actually killed her. Yeah. But, like, nothing is proven. She's never, so was sad. never found. Um, this case is still unsolved. Her body never recovered. Tara and Sherry have a lot in common. In both build, appearances, where they came from, the city they lived in, the fact that they were both jogging yeah. when it happened. So when Sherry goes missing in, on November 2nd, the neighborhood, like the whole sit- town is kind of like, whoa, again. This is happening again. Mm-hmm. This is kind of alarming. And the Smith yeah, family. I mean, that's, that is very, I like... It, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so it's, like it almost fits a pattern. Yeah, exactly. And the Smith family is incredible. Like those people in my, my mind and my heart, they're up there with Keith in my like list of sympathies in this case. Right. Because the Smith family didn't think she would, Sherry would ever be found. They immediately were like, Oh no, Keith is going to need all the support he can get because this is exactly like they're, he's, they're to never going to find yeah. Sherry because yep. we never found Tara. It's just not going to happen. And so, Sad. uh, it's, this is also why this case is also why the community got so enthusiastic so quickly about that makes total sense. disappearance. Yeah. yeah, they were all basically triggered. They're like, oh, no, we, we don't want this to happen again. We don't again. want this to happen yeah. again. Yeah. We want Sherry to be found. Let's do for her what no one was able to do for Tara. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't realize that with this case. Yeah, that it's not like as talked about. Most, most of the, the stories that like the podcasts and videos that talk about the Sherry case, they talk about like her, her background. They Mm -hmm. just focus so much on her specifically, but they forget the context in which this happened. So it wasn't, I mean, we all get a little bit heated when we're like, Oh, all of this media attention, all of this financial support given to this pretty white blonde girl who goes missing. But there are so many, Oh, underprivileged people who go missing. Then nothing is done about every day. I think if it weren't for, and I'm not saying that she doesn't have that that draw still because she's a pretty white blonde girl, but she also the city that it happened in also makes a difference. So while while that neither side is incorrect, both together is probably why. Like the media went nuts, the community goes nuts. So um, also she's a mom. She's yeah, a young I mean mom. everybody has sympathy for yeah. you know young pretty white blonde moms. Nobody wants wants kids. kiddos, you know, with a missing mom. Yeah. Like that's there's like, that that's, sympathy thing. Sure. That really, it hits a sure. chord with the media, and um, there's something about the Papini's image too that kind of in the media triggers this. Uh, they had the American dream kind mm-hmm. of feeling, and yeah. how it's being shattered because she was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. 
um, or abducted or whatever. Anyway, so it got this it gets a lot of attention very quickly, and a reward was offered. A GoFundMe page account thing was set up. Like the people went far and beyond. So many fundraising things happened to try to like boost the efforts to find Sherry. Uh, obviously, in cases like these, they look immediately at the spouse. Mm-hmm. So poor Keith. <laughs> Was the first suspect. Yeah, I mean, naturally. Yeah, yeah. Whether his 911 call sounds sincere or not, like, the fact is, he's the husband. I mean, it usually is. Usually it is, yeah. yeah. So he very willingly took a polygraph. Very willingly. He was like, way, to go, way eager to get answers. Yeah. He was like, yeah, do Poor it, guy. do it. Yeah. Set me up with this polygraph. And he passed it. And well, of course he did. They, he was the only one they could look at, too, while they were actively searching for her because there's not. As far as Keith could tell him, everybody, there weren't any other players in this. Well, she didn't seem to have any enemies. She didn't like, have any enemies. Yeah. They had a happy family. Yeah. They had a, what it's he odd. thought was a functional marriage. He's like, I literally don't know who could have kidnapped her at right, all. Right, right. Um, which brings us... <laughs> I was telling Mindy before we started recording, I really wish I could have found a clip, and maybe I'll still hunt for it, and if I do find it, I'm going to insert it right here. <laughs> but the audio of this uh, this guy that comes into the story, his name is Cameron Gamble. He is a what he calls a quote unquote ransom consultant. Oh, yeah, and he's such a character. He's such a joke. He's such a joke. So he he approaches Keith. He kind of comes out of the woodwork mm-hmm. because again the world is going crazy over this case. He comes out of the woodwork on November 18th. She's been missing a, a couple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been missing a little while. And Cameron comes to Keith, and he's like, look, an anonymous donor donated $50,000 for the hostage negotiation and return of Sherry, and I will facilitate it. This guy. This guy who has, like, he he's like, I mean, we watched the video. He's yeah. got a V-neck. He's got a V-neck with a, with a blazer. It's, a, it's an interesting choice. He's got a whole, like, tube of hair gel in his hair. There's, there's like, a lot of product. Oh, man. Yeah. He was committed to the look. He was. He was committed. Yeah. So he's a, he's a bit odd, okay? But, but Keith is willing to try anything. He's so desperate sure. to get his wife back. So he lets the guy send out some videos <laughs> that are directed to the kidnappers. Now, the sheriff, I wanted to note this. The sheriff... <laughs> Charge of this investigation is like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Are <laughs> you letting this idiot in on this? Like, he was totally against Cameron being involved at all in this operation. He thought this yeah, was going to ruin everything. This guy's going to be nothing but an obstacle. It sounds and like he just wants joke. media attention. Oh, yeah. He's, he's he literally wants a 15, character. 15 minutes, yeah. He puts on a show. So, okay, so he's a bit odd, but let me tell you a bit of his background. He's a self-defense coach who claims, <laughs> he claims this, like, special ops military training kind of, course of he does. like yeah. that he's like yeah like Grop, trade with, the, the, with an whatever that is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's he like it seems he comes off like he's super into first first of all he looks way too pretty to have ever been in special ops like he looks too mm-hmm. i've met guys that were in special ops and they like present themselves a certain way Oh yeah, where you're these like, are alpha, I get the alpha dudes. Yeah, I get the vibes that you've seen stuff. Oh yeah, this guy is like he probably played Call of Duty a few times. Yes, and Th- those are the special ops that he's. <laughs> yes, and this he is crushed, the training that he's. And he crushed and it. He crushed it. <laughs> he crushed. He saved those. He did so many campaigns. He wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. His full title that he calls himself is an international kidnap, kidnap and ransom consultant. Cons- consultant. Consultant. Yep. 
kidnap international too. He, he's like, yeah. How many cases have you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Call of Duty or real cases? Oh boy. <laughs> he. So it sounds like a made-up job that Hollywood writers kind of just yeah. slapped on a TV sure. show. Yeah. Or like in an action movie, and they made it Jason Statham. You know, like that kind of a thing. Like yeah. no one. Yeah, it's not real. No, one, that's not a thing. So that's the FBI. That's the, yeah, they so have, that's they why have, we have the FBI. And it's called hostage negotiators. It's not. <laughs> yes, correct. Anyway, so he puts this video on YouTube, and this is the one. Maybe it's actually here that I would insert it. I don't know. At some point, I'm going to interrupt myself if I find this audio and just put it somewhere in this episode. He puts this video on YouTube. Okay, and I'm going to describe it just in case I can't find it. He, he's sitting in a desk chair against this plain white wall. And this is what he says. He says, my name is Cameron Gamble. <laughs> and I'm an international kidnap and ransom consultant. I've been retained by an individual who wishes to remain anonymous. <laughs> an individual who has come forward to offer a cash reward for the ransom for Sherry Papini's safe return to her family. And he makes, like, multiple videos of this. And he's so, like... I don't even know if over the top is he's a lot. He's so like he's so committed to the bit Uh that you're like watching and you're like, is he kidding? I feel like he thinks he's serious. Like he's oh, I'm sure in his mind he's very serious, man. And I don't know who this anonymous donor is, but he like on Gamble's website on Cameron Gamble's website, this anonymous donor just praises him like he's just the best in the is it world. him is, i feel like it might is be it, is him. It him like yeah. he's funding his own i bet like, it is what a way to get a career launched though <laughs> like really take advantage of this poor family's misfortune and be uh, like you know what this is oh the i mean that shit marketing happens all the time <laughs> man that stuff happens all the time it's so it's a wild world we Can live in. Can you imagine if this was like real and someone actually tried to cash in on that reward that probably doesn't exist can you imagine? Good grief. Cameron, what are you doing? Anyway, um, on, on, also on uh, Cameron's website uh, was a rebuttal to the doubts of the sheriff's department. Remember, the sheriff's department does not actually want this guy involved at all. Yeah. He says, a note to Reading Police and Shasta County Sheriff's Department. Please don't threaten me. I have received legal... <laughs> I have received... Please don't threaten me. I know what I'm doing. Please, I'm an expert. Please don't be mean. <laughs> I have received legal counsel, and what I am doing please is within my me. rights. I feel like if you have to tell the police that, you need to get out of their way. Yeah. Stay like, in your lane, Cameron. I, the whole part, This whole part of the document... I watched this document... Again, I'm going to cite the documentary in the... I think it was 2020. I think it was 2020. But he, like... This whole part, I was just laughing. I'm like, this is a nice break from the sadness yeah, from that I felt. From the serious, Keith. yeah. Because yeah. it was so this, intense. This guy like, comes out of nowhere. The kids are missing their mom, and Keith is just going, he's desperate for answers, and then all of a sudden, here comes Cameron. <laughs> I'm here to help. Hey, police, don't be mean to me. Stop being mean to me. so many I'm skills. I'm <laughs> It's so ridiculous. So on the 23rd, I guess this, this fills up the timeline, right? So, so the November 23rd, Cameron sends out his final video, and he's up in the ante, targeting the kidnappers more aggressively. His, like, language gets more aggressive. He, like, he's like, guys, really, though? I mean it. Give her back. And, but it doesn't end up mattering, because the next day, November 24th, after being missing for 22 days total now, almost a full month, she's been gone. Sherry is found by a trucker walking along the highway in Sacramento on Thanksgiving morning. Mm. She's about 140 miles away from where she was taken. Um, Her hands were bound with restraints. 
she had apparently been beaten. She had bruises and rashes all over her body, burns on her left forearm. She had a swollen nose, a ligature marks on her wrists and ankles like she'd been tied up. Um, her hair was chopped off. She was branded on her right shoulder, the word Exodus, which is an interesting choice. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't find they I couldn't find the 911 uh, or at least audio from the 911 call that I could use. But the truck driver who found her called 911 and was like, I think I found Sherry Papini. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Basically, I think I found Sherry Papini. She's this little blonde girl. She blah, blah, blah. But the, the interesting part and the reason I really wish I could get my hands on the audio to show you get to like play it for you guys is the truck driver says she says something about like the, it, he says that she told him she was getting away from her boyfriend or something like that. She references a boyfriend when he's like, are you OK? Do you need help? So he thinks is it Sherry Pooey? I mean, is she getting away from an abusive boyfriend? What's going? What's going on? So mm-hmm. that's the context in which she's found, and I feel like that's notable mm-hmm. that she had mentioned a boyfriend. Yeah, that's interesting. Don't forget that, guys. I don't. Again, I can't play you the audio, but if you go and watch the video that I am going to link in the description, you can you can see you can hear they they play it. He he's like really confused, uh, justifiably confused. So she's 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 found. She's taken to the police department. Slash hospital. I assume the hospital and the police just follow, right? Yeah. She claims that her kidnappers were two Hispanic women. Go figure. One's older. One's younger. I'm I'm already like... (laughs) Kabood. Let me just... From a profiling standpoint... I'm not an expert in anything. Keep that in mind. But from from a profiling standpoint... Women don't kidnap. No. It's not really something Unless it's a man and woman... Like, yeah, sometimes that's a thing. Yes, or they're being coerced by a man, po- like calling mm-hmm. the shots. But she mm-hmm. does not mention men. Yeah, I mean that's very unusual. Yes, I don't think I've ever so heard of, of the, a case like that. No. So the second she's like, it was two Hispanic women. I'm like, okay, like unless they were like part of like a sex trafficking ring, right? Which you is know? Wh- which is it, which does happen. That's what this case, um, in the media's eye, that's what this case becomes. Gotcha. This is immediately, they're like, she, they attempted to se- yeah. sex traffic her. Yeah. Um, so she provides sketch artists with detailed descriptions of these two women and even described the instruments that these women use to inflict the injuries on Sherry. So all of her burns, all of her bruises, she like describes it in full detail. <coughs> she then, oh, she, I forgot this part. She, she blatantly says, um, that her kidnappers told her that the police were involved in this sex trafficking ring that she was going to be sold into. So she was hes- hesitant to even talk to the police. And I actually watched footage of this interaction where she, like, doesn't want... And this broke my heart. Because Keith gets there, and she doesn't want to talk to the police. She just wants... She keeps crying for her husband. So he's, like, hurrying to her side. And it's like... Aww, poor guy. <sighs> Keith, I just want to hug him. But she, she like, really, I got to say, if you don't already know where this case is going, her acting is on point. Her tears are real. Her crying is so convincing. And her reactions to the police and to men that are trying to interact with her is actually very accurate to what sure. a genuine victim would be going with through. the PTSD. This is why 
this story was sold so convincingly mm-hmm. to everyone, including those closest to her. So <laughs> I just spoiled the ending. But if you haven't heard of Sherry Papini, like, where are you? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> But anyway, so, so yeah, so she's basically like, I don't trust you cops. I was almost sex trafficked and they said, you're going to be involved. So I only want to talk to my husband. And so she did, um, talk to her husband. Uh, she tells them though, with her husband there, she tells the police that, uh, she had no idea why they suddenly released her, but they did. Cause that was a question that came up like, yeah. okay, if they were about to sex traffic you, why, um... Well, if all of that... Why? If they tortured you, you and held you hostage, like, why would they just let you go? Here's also... This is That's, how, a, that's a lot. That's a lot how, to incriminate someone. It is. And this is how morbid I am. When I look at these cases, I think to myself, okay, if I were one of the monsters wanting to sell her, mm-hmm. why would I cut her hair off? Great point. That cheapens the, the product. Absolutely. Why would I uh, beat her and have give her visible injuries? That cheapens... Yep. The product. Absolutely. Now, as horrific as it is to think that way, like, come on, Sherry. Why would you do, like... It, it makes sense if it was, like, a different type of crime. Like, yes. if it was to hum- humiliate her. Yes. Like, like that would make sense. Exactly. If it, was, if it was a killer that was literally trying to humiliate her and got mm-hmm. off on that, like, that would make sense. Yeah. But two women that were trying to sell her into... Yeah, that doesn't it make doesn't sense. Track. No, it doesn't, it doesn't track. It doesn't track. You, you picked the wrong gender for your attackers, first yep. of all, Sherry. I'm just going to tell you how to do it right next time. Uh, you picked the wrong <laughs> You want to get away with you it. Wanna, take notes, okay? <laughs> Listen, Sherry. You got to pick a different gender for... <laughs> pick the other gender for your yep. uh, attackers. Yep. You have to, like, get more strategic you about the You got to research, wounds. babe. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like you were not at all prepared. No. Which is weird, because she's so thorough in her lies. 22 days is a long time. That's a long time. time. She would have been sold already. Like, she, they wouldn't have held you for 22 days. No, no, no. Not that I've experienced and, it. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's one of those things where, you know, if you are unfortunate enough for that to happen to you, you, were, you will not be recovered. No. You're, you're gone. I mean, you're gone. We talked about Amy Lynn Bradley. Yeah. No, she was never recovered. No. Because she was moved so fast. Yeah. So fast off that cruise ship. Yeah. There's no way you would be held in... It, they have huge organizations of people that, yeah. that are very They're not good amateurs. At, yes. They've been doing yes. it for a long yes. time, and yes. unfortunately, yes. we'll continue to do it. Yes. Um, yeah, so I... Again, this is how morbid I am. The whole time I was, like, researching this case, I was like, she did it all wrong. She should have done this and this and this. If I was going to gone girl myself, like... You funked up. Dude, you did it wrong. Be better. <laughs> Be a better um, criminal. Anyway, so there's no witnesses, okay? And that's, like, well, something that's not. in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this assortment of weird details, and then the evidence they get off of her specifically, including her clothes. They do get DNA off her clothes, but they don't get any results from it. Um, it's not hers. It's not mm-hmm. her DNA, so that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this case kind of goes under the radar for the next few years. Like, it's... Uh, well, people are probably like, res- oh, she's... They found her. Yeah. The media is excited. Case closed. The police are skeptical, but the media immediately is like, oh my gosh, hallelujah. Happy ending. Yeah, and yep. then they continue to talk about it, but not in a... As far as Sherry's concerned, not in an incriminating way. They keep talking about it in her support. Oh, they probably want to know, like, like tell yeah. your story. What happened to yeah. you? Like, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, in 2017, Sherry got government help for her PTSD and depression. She also received over $300,000 from the state in victim compensation funds. I figured this kind of thing existed, but it really upset me. (laughs) 
I guess I, I can't. She played everybody. I can't blame them. She for played doing. everybody. She played every. She made out like a bandit, like thirty thousand over thirty thousand dollars. So Let me get some of that. She I've been victimized. <laughs> Where do I apply? Where do I apply? <laughs> Where do I apply? I'm the victim. Um. So she finally remembers enough details to provide, uh, even more detailed sketches of the kidnappers. <laughs> Uh, the Hispanic women in the community were very wary. Like, they didn't travel in pairs. Women, Hispanic women in that community God, did not travel poor in poor Hispanic women like, are like, this bitch. Sherry wrecked. She wrecked that community's Hispanic demographic. Like, even the men are like, excuse me? Like, you didn't, like, if, if you're, fr- if I'm a Hispanic woman, I'm afraid now, suddenly, of walking with my sister or friend. Yeah down the street because yeah. people are going to think we're going to go kidnap Sherry right. Papini again. Like, what the heck, Sherry? They got... Okay, so I got... I said that they got DNA from Sherry's clothes, and even though it didn't match anyone, it confusingly came back as male. Oh. Not female. Shocker. As she claimed. Weird, huh? Shocker. They... So, it's also learned that Sherry was married previously. Which is strange, too. Did her hubby not know that? No. And fun fact. <laughs> She's got secrets. She used to have a blog. Oh, did she? A marriage blog. Oh, about how, how to successfully. With Keith. And in her blog, it's insinuated that she had never lived with a man before marrying Keith. She had never, like, never experienced this kind of thing. But she'd been married before. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of brushed that under the rug. Mm-hmm. Red flags. When you're lying about stupid stuff. Right. Dude. Don't trust it, man. Don't trust it. So her ex-husband uh, accused her of being a liar during the course of their marriage. Go figure that one, huh? Uh, Sherry's mother then came forward and revealed that she had gone to the police. It's on record. Police record. They, they have this on record. Um, years and years ago when she was a teenager, uh, Sherry's mom b- reported injuries that Sherry had self-inflicted so that Sherry could not accuse her mom of abuse. Because she did that. She hurt herself and accused her mom of abuse when she didn't get her way. Yikes. Another red flag. That's <laughs> a scary personality. Yes. And she had a history as a child of running away when she didn't get what she wanted. Okay. Too. So let's just think about that and then think about the state she was in when she was found. Okay. Although, however, however. Um, based on the investigation, the results of the investigation, uh, not all of her injuries could have been self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. For example, the branding on the back on the sure, shoulder. Sure. She somebody, said, somebody had to, somebody had to help. Yeah. So there was an accomplice. If this was faked, there was an accomplice. Yeah. Um, details like that is what really kind of the skepticism the police had. That was the resistance they faced was mm-hmm. okay. Um, if she faked it. Okay. But, but, but then who, who else is involved? Why? Why would she? Why would she fake it? And why? Who, who helped her fake it? Yeah, so yeah. much she knew. So many questions, and again, this is a like a few years of investigating under without alerting the media. Of sure, any of sure, this, okay, sure, sure. Because because that'd be a sh- if you just storm. went out immediately and was like, I feel like she's faking. The world would hate you because yeah. they'd be like, she's a, stop victim well, blaming. And they, when they want a happy ending too. Yes, exactly. Especially because everybody had forked out so much money and resources For to sure. help find her to hear any like whiff of the fact that Negative, she could be yeah, faking yeah, it yeah is is stupid okay so um so there's two different versions at this point of sherry being told to the world 
um, by family and friends. Some are calling her a liar, and some are saying she's way too devoted of a mother to run away from her children. For a month. Some, for a whole month. And some say she had a history of drug abuse. Oh. And then others said she was a religious and upstanding woman. So what do we believe? I don't even, you know? Well, we're going to take a quick break and then come back to the year 2020. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Renee and Mindy from Cookies and Crime. We've partnered with The Little Arcus Shop and are now offering our listeners a special summer discount on all of our merch from now until the end of July. Use promo code CRIMETIME to get 20% off your next purchase using the link in the description box below. Thank you for your continuous love and support during all the good times and horrible crimes. Now back to our episode. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. And it's 2020, that cursed year. <laughs> But boy, it's a hot one for this case. That was a year. That was a year. Um, so after years of quietly investigating this, um, the police invite Sherry to the police station for a little check-in to kind of update her on the investigation. So as far as the Papinis know, the police are trying to track down this human trafficking ring. Okay, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned. Sure. Is that what the police are actually investigating? Not the whole time, No. Not at all. So they bring her in to the police station. And during this interview, I'm actually, like, really impressed with these detectives and how they handle this whole interview. If you ever have an hour and a half of your life that you... And you you love crimes. And you love crimes, and you don't want to be productive for an hour and a half. Um, I highly recommend watching on YouTube... This interrogation slash interview slash check in with Sherry Papini because it's very interesting. It's very interesting. During the interview, these two detectives that have been heading up the investigation, they explain that they finally got a hit from the DNA that they found on her clothes in 2016. Mm-hmm. Now, they already told her it was a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the interview, they actually like, they limit the in information that they give her because they kind of like attempt to get more authentic facts out of her Mm -hmm. so they show her pictures of this house of the person the dna matched they don't tell her who it is they don't name him but they show the pictures and so she describes the house once again the house that she was held captive in for 22 days um and her her description vaguely matches the photos that they show her but she so she looks at it and it's really funny. To me, it's funny. Maybe it's not ha-ha funny. But, like, she's looking at the pictures, and she's like, you could see the wheels turning. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, didn't you say that this was here and this was here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And the husband, Keith is getting so excited. He's like, yes, this is it. They found the house. Yeah. They, this matches exactly. And she's like, you can see her. She, like, hesitates. And she's like. I mean, it's so close. It's close. Uh, but not quite. And there's similarities, but, you know, it's close. She's like, uh-oh. Yeah. She starts <laughs> to backtrack a little bit, and she insists. They're on to me. It's not exactly the same, but it is, quote-unquote, similar. Hmm. And Keith is like, um, but they just found them. They mm-hmm. just found This is the, ha- like, Keith is sold. Like, he's like, they've got it. Sure, and he just wants answers. He wants answers. He wants to know who took his wife. Of he course. wants to know if they're in danger of it happening again. For sure. You know? Um, because again, no one feels like that satisfied with the whole, they just let her go randomly kind of solution. It doesn't make sense. So everyone's nervous about it. Understandably. I, I would be, I'd be like, eh, sure. okay, there's a, there's a catch. Are they, yeah. having, are they following her for three years? 
what's going on? So, so, so Keith is, is very eager for, for, for this new information. He's very, like, enthusiastic about this, these pictures that they found and this whole, like, we match the DNA to an actual person. The detectives then tell her that they want, they have more information they want to share with her, but they want to give her the option to dismiss her husband from the room first. Now, this, this is such a good part of the interview because, first of all, they're playing a game. Oh, yeah. This, you don't even have to say anything about what you might have on her. And, and Keith is already nervous. You're sure. already like, you sure you want him to hear this? They're playing mind games with her. And she like, she, like, gets super quiet, and she is quiet for so long. At some point, in, while I was watching it, actually, I got kind of frustrated with the detectives because they kept talking. And I was like, okay, first of all, pro tip in manipulation, be quiet, and they will feel Let so uncomfortable yeah. Let them sweat. that they'll tell you. For sure. But they don't, they don't do that, which is fine. Like, this tactic works. It ends you know, up just, working for them. I just heard that tactic uh, from a lawyer that said yeah. that if you think that somebody is lying to you... Just be quiet. Um, just be quiet. Yep. And then repeat what they said. Huh. I just thought it was really interesting. I'm like, it, that is such a... Because if you're lying and someone falls silent, you, like, start to imagine the worst. Uh-huh. You start to think, oh... Oh, I'm caught. Did they see? Did uh-huh. they know the truth? Uh-huh. They... They heard the lie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I have to regroup. Now I have to like yeah. backtrack. I have to explain myself. I have to make another lie to convince them of this other lie. It's like a whole thing, yeah. right? They're going to be wrecking their brain. And she already was. She's already sweating. You can see her body language shift. She gets more uncomfortable the more excited Keith gets too because he's sincere and she's not. Um, so even though I was a little frustrated that they kept rambling while she was falling, she was the one silent. It This does end up working. Okay. So... Still props to them, but I was like, shut up for a second. Just <laughs> shut let, up. Let, let her, her stew. Let her stew. Let her be nervous. But also, Keith, he's getting restless, and I feel like they might have kept talking for his sake. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't really know what their actual tactic was, but whatever it was, it works. Um, so they keep rambling to fill, fill the silence, and they're like, no, really, like, like this is we're doing you a favor. Mm-hmm. This might be nothing. This might be something. Mm-hmm. We want you to judge, but we don't want you to have the pressure of Keith in here if you don't want him in here. Like they keep going and going and explaining their decision to let her dismiss or keep Keith in the room. So they give her so many moments to make this decision. So long to make this decision. Um, and she eventually she asked to just discuss it with her husband first. So they like respect that and they leave the room. Um, leaving her alone with her husband in a police station where she's being recorded. I want to point that out because she's the biggest idiot. Uh, everyone is. You know, when you're left alone to talk to somebody, whether it's your lawyer or a loved one. It's recorded, Chris my Watts, dude. The, his, his interrogation was the same way. Mm-hmm. Where he, like, even though they're telling this loved one another lie, they, like kind of forget that they're under analysis at all times right. the second they step foot in a police station. Oh, yeah. The second. And we're gonna, they're going to see the lies. They're going to see it. So she's, so she's talking to Keith. Let me get back to this. I'm getting, I'm getting heated because I love watching interrogation videos. Um, so she, she tells Keith when they're alone, I don't want them to find her. I can't let them arrest her. She's the reason I can hold my kids now. So she's, like, referencing this made-up woman who helped her escape, allegedly. Um, her husband's getting frustrated 
with with what she's saying because he's like the police are trying to solve this kidnapping yeah and you're you you know what they want to know yeah like you need to tell them and sherry they fight it they're fighting about it they're arguing about it because sherry's like you don't you're not listening to what i'm saying this is not what i want i don't want her to get in trouble blah 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 blah, blah. um the detectives finally come in why would she get in trouble right it, I, it doesn't make any what, sense. This is what I mean by the lies not adding up. Yeah. Like, if you're going to lie with another lie, <laughs> like, if you're like, oh, no, I'm about, to, I'm about to be caught in another lie. Yeah. Why don't I? So, like, she she gives these such the detailed descriptions of these women who kidnapped her. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, uh-huh. all of a sudden, she's like, no, no, I don't want her arrested. Who? Is it one of the two women you've already talked about? Mm-hmm. First of all, the DNA is a man's. Mm-hmm. Who's... Who are you talking about? Right. Who are you talking to? What's going on, Sherry? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. She's, I'm telling you, do better next time you do this, Sherry, okay? Just do it better. This is, it was painful to watch. Dingus. It's painful. You dingus. She's like, she seems so desperate, and then she's like fighting with Keith, and I feel really bad, because I'm like, Keith is like, I don't know, he's he's too good for her. I know. <laughs> he's too Good for her. Poor little geek squad boy. Little, little geek squad. This blue polo. We want him to be okay. <laughs> so the detectives come in and they're like, "Okay, we're just gonna dismiss Keith. Okay, we're gonna speed this along because this is also this is painful for us too. Like, so get out of here, Keith." <laughs> and Keith, at this point, Keith is like also really mad at her. Yeah, he's like they're trying to help, and you're, and you're not cooperating. Like, literally, yeah. And yeah. she's kind of spitting in the face of like everybody who was suffering while she was gone. Is what she's doing. Even yeah. if she was a real victim and she's like, suddenly I don't want answers. Suddenly I don't want this investigation to go further. Uh-huh. Keith, her husband, who arguably suffered the most right. during this whole ordeal, is like, um, excuse me? Yeah. What have we been doing the last few years? No like, shit. what's this even for? So, thanks to uh, genetic genealogy, like the testing, things like 23andMe, stuff like that, that's been all the rage the last, like, They've decade. solved some... They've solved some yeah. big ones. Golden some big State ones, Killer. yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of them have been super... Like, I'm paranoid, and I never want to get one done. But, but, these kinds of cases, I'm like, I see the value. I for see sure. It. I see it. Yeah. I don't want to do it, but I do it. Go for it, guys. So, um, the, they were link, able to link the DNA that was on her to family members of one of Sherry's ex-boyfriends named James Reyes. Rut-row. Ex-boyfriend. <sighs> Let's dive in. There's our link. There's our link. At this point in the interview, Sherry starts... This kills me. Sherry starts crying. Of course she does. Yeah, she starts crying. And oh my she, god, you found him. She start, starts saying, it can't be James. It can't be James. Like, what do you mean? And she's so vague. And What do you is, mean? It's just like it with, can't the, with be, the woman like, she doesn't want to get in trouble. Like, it's the same kind of stuff that she's just spewing out of her mouth just to fill the space and look like a victim. And it's uh-huh, not convincing uh-huh, anybody. Uh-huh. So she's like, it can't be James. It can't be James. So she's super vague about everything We have the receipts, saying. Sherry. <laughs> It is. I have the receipts. The DNA doesn't lie in this case. So the detectives kind of brush off all of her whining that she's doing about it can't be. Well, that they just she keep, wants sympathy. They, yeah, yeah, they just keep going. Yeah. So they tell her that uh, they brought We James know what in. you did. We know what you did. We already, like, heavily investigated this before we even talked to you. So we, like, yeah, you can't they, fight us yeah, on this. Yeah, right. They, they tell her that they brought James in for... Uh, a polygraph. <gasps> and James confessed 
to the police that Sherry called him. Ooh. Asked him to pick her up, claiming that she was in an abusive relationship with her husband and what? wanted out. First of all, Keith could not hurt a fly. He's, okay, first he's, of look all, at him. Sherry, screw Seriously, you. though, like, look him up, though. He's precious. He he's is. a precious bean. So that's what she's, she, she told James. I, my husband's abusive. I want out. So, like a stand-up guy James probably also is, he, he picks her up, and he lets her stay at his place. It doesn't sound like they were romantic again. Like, it, was, it didn't sound like a rekindling of a romance. But it does sound like he had enough feelings for her still that he was like, I am willing to rescue you. You think he got played, too? I feel like he did. Yeah. Mostly because, and I'll go, for, I'll go on. Yeah. Most of the rest of his confession kind of tracks with everyone else who'd been deceived by Sherry. Like, all of the things that she's doing sound, like, that he's witnessing at his house uh-huh. sounds so crazy, but I believe everything that he said, yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, yeah, so they're like, okay, we, we talked to him, he confessed that he picked you up, and he took you to his place. The detectives collected phone records, toll booth records, receipts. They confirmed James's work schedule. They even interviewed James's cousin, who witnessed Sherry staying at his house. I'm telling you, they got all the receipts. James said that while she was at his house, she was acting real weird. She was hiding in a room, reading news articles about herself. Like, how much of a narcissist are you that while you're pretending to be kidnapped, you're just getting off on reading oh, stuff she about was yourself? so excited, too. Oh, yeah, all the attention. Mm-hmm. So she stopped eating. He thought that was weird. He's like, okay, uh, uh, weird. Stopped well, eating. You gotta... She's thinking about the story. Now, she's... I want to point out, just like it described in the 911 call, she's 100 pounds starting off. Yeah, she's a She's little... about my height, but she's so small. She's mm-hmm. 100 pounds, and she stops eating. So she's got to look like a skeleton by the time they mm-hmm. pick her up. She's got no meat on her bones. She chops her hair off one day, and he's like, okay, that's also a little weird. But I guess you do. He probably assumed she was having, like, a PTSD meltdown after this abusive relationship. Like, I can only imagine what's going through his head. Yeah. Like, I thought I was saving you, and now you seem to be going crazier? This is weird. So... She then, what gets weirder? Now, I'm not going to say that James is as innocent as Keith. He's he's probably been played, but he also... He's helps. complicit, too. Yeah. He's super complicit. So, he, so she keeps asking him to do things like shooting a hockey puck at her leg <laughs> and stuff like that. Sherry. And he, and he does it. All these, these wounds, remember, the police were like... Our gut is telling us she's faking it, mm-hmm. but she couldn't have self-inflicted all of these right, right. That's because she had a dumb ex-boyfriend who was like, yeah, okay, whatever I'll you say, whatever I'll you go say ahead that. and hit you with a hockey puck. So bizarre. She like, so he did it, caused some bruising, and then she just hit herself with a hockey stick and broke her own nose. Like, bam. I mean, that's commitment. She's committed to the bit. She was unhinged. He, she even asked him to brand her. Damn. And he did. He did. What? And then that one is day, wild. And then one day she's just like, okay, I'm ready to go, to go back and see my kids. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I guess I'll take you back. And he just drops her off in some isolated location for her to run into a trucker. Wild. What in the world? So they present this to Sherry and they're like, wild. So we know, so we know what you we did. We know all of it. And we have no reason to think he's lying because he's admitting to being complicit. He's admitting to hitting you he's with a, a hockey He's admitting puck. to crime. He's admitting, yeah, to, uh, like, 
first to of all, assault to I, it, it, you asked him to assault you. Is it actually assault? I don't know. I feel like yeah. his lawyer could have a good case sure. in that respect. Sure, However, sure. he also is like he was he was an accomplice in her fraud. Basically, yes, yes. I don't think, and I mean, I might read later in my notes as we keep talking, and and might contradict myself, but I don't believe James was ever brought up on charges. Well, he, I mean, I don't if believe he, he cooperated. Was, he was with, super cooperative. Yeah, he was yeah, like, no, yeah. really, she's, I mean, that makes sense. She's psycho, and this is what happened. Yeah, and they like, believed everything he said, and they they found evidence though too. They like tracked him and stuff, and they're like, crazy. yep, this is real. So the detectives remind Sherry that lying is in fact a crime. She very clearly lied to them, literally for three years now, four years now. Ooh. Her voice in this interrogation reminds me a lot of Jodi Arias. If any of you have seen anything, and again, if if you haven't heard of Jodi Arias, also She's where have also, you been? Where wow. have you been? She's That's psycho. A, oh yeah. But she has that like, and I think maybe I'm just repulsed by women who sound like they're playing too hard into the I'm a I'm a delicate Please help female me. I victim. Have never yeah. They're like, I am so innocent and delicate. Yeah, I hate that. I am such a weak female. No, you're not. You're a psycho killer who stabbed your boyfriend in the shower. Or you're this crazy lady who had her ex boyfriend. You faked your own kidnapping? Yeah. What? What Weird. In the world? So despite For why, her, Sherry. This is what kills me too in this interrogation. Despite her literal entire story falling apart. Jody and Jody. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. All of them are crazy. Jody, Sherry, all of them. Um, Sherry, in fact, uh, continues to tell the cops, like, it can't be James. It couldn't be James. Like, she's not admitting to she's not. She's not going back on her story. She sticks to her guns. I gotta give her props. Like, she's committed. But she keeps, like, saying over and over again, James would have not, it would never hurt her. It can't be James. And I'm like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, did you hear what they said, though? They didn't say that he, like, maliciously hurt you. No. They said that you did it. It was all you. And that he ratted you out. Yeah. Yeah, Like, what are you, why are you still whining about him not hurting you? He did it. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Sherry. So, like... She, but she also still sticks to the two Hispanic women. Like in this whole story, she keeps whining. So she doubles down. Yeah, she's she's like, I can't. Even though she's caught, they're like, we want the truth, and she's like, but I can't have her arrested. And once again, not saying who she is. So interesting. She, I, I feel like, and without getting too sympathetic towards her, I have a a feeling either she's such so thoroughly a pathological liar that she like has convinced herself of the truth that she's twisted. Like, she's convinced herself that all of her lies are the real thing. Mm. Or she's had a psychotic break and actually doesn't remember doing any of that. Nah, nah. She knows what she's doing. Man, but you, she, like, I, she I think, really I think we have we out. have serious a serious personality disorder at oh, play yeah. um, with some, like, sociopathic tendencies. This is a person that got very, very bored. Yeah. And... Spent a lot of time, energy, effort. Well, and I mean, like, if... To sell the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has... She really cares a lot about her image. Oh, for sure. Narcissist. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, at the time... she doesn't want to per- be perceived no. as a manipulator. Oh, no. And, you know, she wants... How she, could she? She's she a likes, delicate, blonde little She female. likes being the victim. Yes. That gives her attention. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you can't give... She's not going to give that up easily. No. Oh, no. She's going to cling to that as long as she can. And For she sure. d- again, to her credit, I would have crumbled already. 
I also would have done the crime better, but if I had gotten caught in the in such a like <sighs> intricate way, like they literally laid every detail out, and they're like, we confirmed every detail of his story. If I had yeah, been we faced with you. those kinds of facts, I'd been like, oh, you got me. I'm horrible. Arrest me. I would be so embarrassed. Yeah, but she's like, she doesn't feel it like still like committed. you and I do. No, it's because she's a sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> she's correct. committed to this bit. So she um, at the tail end of this interrogation. Once Sherry has made it clear that she doesn't want to talk without a lawyer, she wants to just go home and hold her children. She ends up uh, leaving the room, and you the room is empty for a little bit because she goes because she they can't talk to her without a lawyer. She they like let her go. Um, Keith comes back in to talk to the detectives, and while they can't, he was told enough to know that he had been lied to. Mm. He wasn't told the nitty gritty details at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so he Keith. tries to get it. He tries to get so more. Sad. He's like, can you tell me more? And they're like, technically it's still an ongoing investigation. It'll all come out when it needs to come out is basically what they say. But he know he knows from that. He's like, okay, well, um, what breaks my heart is he, he gets even more desperate when, as the, like the longer he's sitting in them, they're alone with them. And he asks if it's even safe for her to go home with him and his kids. Like, he's like, I don't know if I, like, is it okay for her to even be in the house with the kids? I don't want her in my car. Like, he starts immediately, like, detaching. Well, sure. I mean, God. He's so broken. Like, it's so sad. It's so sad. Because he spent these, like, four years devastated. Well, and and also, also, you know, probably tending to her every need. She you was know, so good at being she was playing up the role. a broken yeah. person oh, man. that he that he wanted to protect. She yeah. really manipulated that side of yeah, him. Yeah, that's so scary. That like biological need for him to like protect yeah. and take care of her. She's oh, she's the worst. She's the worst. So the twenty twenty two comes along. Okay, so the twenty twenty is what not really ends the investigation, but they've like got enough to press charges. Sure, sure, sure. They can, they can but, prosecute know, trials and stuff. They take forever. So yeah. this nothing really happens until um, March of 2022. They finally filed charges against Sherry. Good. <clears throat> and Keith filed for divorce and got full custody of the good. Yeah. He said in the court records, as well as in that interrogation to the two detectives, um, that Sherry was not acting in a rational manner. And that's what's cited in the thing that allows him to have full custody. So, which is perfectly well, valid. Correct. I completely agree. I think Keith should have That is kids. correct. Good for you, Keith. Yeah. Um, in April of 2022, as part of a plea deal, Sherry pleaded guilty to ma- mail fraud <laughs> and making false statements to the police. Like, that's enough. Like, that's enough. Good grief. Um, September of 2022... Sherry Papini was sentenced to 18 months in prison, followed by 36 months of supervised release. Damn, that's it? That's it. She was also ordered to pay roughly $310,000 in restitution. Yeah. yeah, good. That's like, she only got a little over 30000 slap on her wrist. And, but wrist. They, they, like, factored in labor time yeah. and investigative resources. For so sure. it, like, threefold, like, $310,000 in restitution. It's a pretty penny. Um, she's not gonna be able to pay it like no. what a joke but uh u.s attorney veronica allegria said at this point she would say and do anything to mitigate her punishment this case is serious and there have been very real harms to society there was a community that lived in fear miss papini took money from real victims victims of crimes may not believe they will be believed by law enforcement because of this hoax which is true 
For sure. Which is true. The cases like this are what make uh, like other law enforcement officials hesitant to believe when people have actually Absolutely. had real crimes when you, committed When you take them. advantage of like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like women calling rape when they weren't raped. Correct. Like you are cheapening the entire thing. And like... Of you are real like, victims. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're reducing the credibility. Yeah. And the police are not going to be as quick. Yeah. To respond. And can you blame them? Like what are you supposed to believe? Like, you know... What horrible people, horrible people. Um, Sherry's defense claimed that Sherry's years of denial are now undeniably over. Her name is now synonymous with this awful hoax. There is no escaping it. It is hard to imagine a more brutal public revelation of a person's broken inner self. At this point, Oof. the punishment is already intense and feels like a life sentence. I mean, yeah, but she just still deserved more. She did it to herself. Her final statement to the judge was this, quote... I am so sorry to the many people who have suffered because of me. The people who sacrificed for the broken woman, I was. The people who gave willingly to help me in a time that I was so desperately needed help, that I so desperately needed help. I thank you all. She then told the judge that she was guilty of lying and dishonor and was ready to repent and to concede. She then also added, what was done cannot be undone. It can never be erased. I am not choosing to stay frozen like I was in 2016. I am choosing to commit to healing the parts of myself that were so very broken. I think she definitely needs. Oh, all the therapy. All the therapy. All the therapy. I don't think it's, while it's like, okay, if you've reached a mental point where you've healed and you look back, like it's a sad thing to think of yourself capable of doing sure but the, i don't think that excuses it and no, i think it, she it doesn't excuse it still yeah um I, I still don't think she was in prison long enough but yeah i mean like, hopefully like i don't know what those you said lying under um so the charges specifically were Are those misdemeanor fraud and making false statements to police are those misdemeanor charges or those felony charges? Because depending on, like, you know. It feels like a misdemeanor if she only got 18 months of prison. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not long. Yeah. That's not long at all. So, hopefully she feels, learns a lesson? I hope so. Guys, if you out there are suffering from mental illness, just get help. Yes, please. If you're bored with your current it's, life, don't fake it's a gonna It's going to struggle. Like, it's, it's going to hurt you and everybody in your circle. Just go on a vacation or something. Don't don't fake your kidnapping. No. Like don't no, do that. No. Okay? No. Don't and also talk to a friend. Don't blame an entire demographic of people that don't let's need not, it. Yeah, they let's don't not need throw any the race card. For so, yeah. yeah, for some reason. For some no, very bad for the every Mexican woman in that in that yeah. uh, the town. Like, like come on. <laughs> like Like why? Uh, uh, sherry Sherry. So wow, anyway, that is yeah. that is what a case that is a, that is. wow. That was a ride. She's crazy. Yeah. I hope man. I hope she's get I hope for her sake she's getting help. Uh, truly. And I, hope for, truly. I hope Keith finds happiness outside yes. of her. Yes. Because yeah. good gracious. And stability. Stability. <laughs> A safe place for his kids cuz yeah. that was just insane. That's crazy. So, you ready for this treat? Let's do it. That's Let's one of my on favorite sweeter, treats. Less crazy note. Okay, I have for you today. Yep. You know, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. We love Trader Joe's. This is one of my favorite Trader Joe's treats. I get it every time I go. And it is a brookie. It's Heck like man. half cookie, half brownie. You know where I also, I get those, McAllister's has these. Ooh, McAllister's yeah. Deli, they mm -hmm. have brookies. That's where I usually get mine. Listen, 
prepare yourself. Let's see how yummy it is. It's so good. <coughs> so soft. Ooh. Soft and Ooh. gooey. I know, dude. It's so good. Ready? Some of you listeners are going to hate this, but it's so moist. It's so good. <laughs> so moist. It is so moist. <laughs> mm. It's the perfect consistency. It is. Both, because both the cookie and the brownie are, like, nice and soft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, five skulls for sure. Oh, for sure. Hands down. Uh-huh. I was going to do that before I even tried it. We need to post a picture of this brookie. This Dude. legendary brookie. Do yourself a favor and go get yourself. <laughs> go get yourself a brookie. <laughs> You deserve it. You deserve it. If you're listening to you this worked episode, hard. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. You made it to the end. You made it of to this the end. Episode. This was a journey. Mm. And we made it to the end of the episode. We deserve the brookie. Yeah, we do. Mm. Well, that was a good one. Well, another one. Well, here we go. There we go. We've done it, everyone. Another one for the books. So if you liked this episode, <laughs> you should. Let me, let me swallow the rest of this brookie first. <laughs> You should like, subscribe, follow, buy merch, share, share. Also, also, I keep forgetting to do this. Maybe I should pull it up right now. We have on Spotify, if that's where you're listening, we have a feature on Spotify where you can answer questions. You can interact with us. You can leave a comment about what you thought about the episode. Please do that. We love reading them. I didn't even realize that it was a thing until they sent me an email notification that I had like five comments that I hadn't read yet. I'm like, heck yeah. Heck yeah. So let me see if I can pull one up. Please hold. Because we have a lot of you. Oh, well. I forgot what my password is. Passwords are hard. Maybe in our mini episodes we should do that. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. You we we got good feedback from the mini the mini yeah. episodes too. We're gonna keep doing that yeah. because that's sustainable for us. Yes. <laughs> and it's and less, it's fun. It's less work for me personally. And because we, we just come kinda, in to chat yeah. instead of yeah. like diving into yeah. a researched episode. So listen to our next mini episode, and we'll probably include some answers and responses and comments that you guys have left. Yeah. Because we love it. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep talking to us. We're here. We're listening. And yeah. And we love you. And we love you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, okay bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>